Now today's federal newscast. I'm Terry Wing. Congress will consider forming an interagency council to help agencies better prepare for major weather events. Pennsylvania Congressman Matt Cartwright's Prepare Act would authorize the president to appoint senior officials from FEMA, Homeland Security, and several other agencies to develop recommendations to the government to help it prepare and respond to hurricanes, wildfires, and other big weather events. House Speaker Paul Ryan and Senator Patty Murray have a new good government project on their hands, tracking the effectiveness of federal agencies through data analytics. They've introduced a bill that would, among other things, require each agency to name a chief data officer and a chief evaluation officer to ensure agencies establish data systems to help better assess their effectiveness. Lawmakers are trying again to give one agency's cyber chief more power. House legislators are proposing major changes to how the Department of Health and Human Services secures their own IT systems and networks and how they work with the private sector. House Energy and Commerce Committee members introduced the HHS Cybersecurity Modernization Act yesterday. This is the second time the committee is trying to improve the cyber posture of HHS. Like the bill from last year, this new legislation would move the Chief Information Security Officer out from under the CIO. It would also give the CISO more authority and direct funding, and the CISO now would report directly to the Secretary. I'm Jason Miller. Agencies now have one fewer telecommunications company to choose from. CenturyLink finalized its acquisition of Level 3 Communications yesterday in a $30 billion deal after receiving approval from the FCC earlier in the week. Both companies won spots on GSA's Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions contract earlier this year to provide next-generation telecommunications services to the government. A two-year probationary period for federal employees is back on the table in Congress. The Government Managers Coalition wants the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee to pass a bill that would put most federal employees and senior executives on a two-year probationary period. The coalition says another year would give supervisors more time to evaluate their employees after they finish most training. Entry-level claim specialists at the Social Security Administration, for example, take months of classroom and practical training. They're not often fully independent for three to four years. I'm Nicola Grisco. Walter Schaub may no longer head the Office of Government Ethics, but he's still steering a course for executive branch transparency. Schaub announced plans yesterday to send 13 legislative proposals to the House Oversight Committee aimed at increasing transparency while reducing the reporting burden on federal agencies. Among his proposals, a suggestion to lawmakers that they clarify OGE's authority to collect ethics information. Davida Vance Cooks is leaving after more than four years as director of the government publishing office to take a job in the private sector. Vance Cooks was the first woman and first African-American to lead the agency, and it was during her tenure that GPO's name changed from printing to publishing, reflecting the agency's transition to digital publishing technologies. The Navy says the ship collisions this summer that claimed the lives of 17 sailors were due to breakdowns in procedure and poor decision-making. A report obtained by the Defense News states in two of the incidents the crew on the bridge of the ship failed to sound alarms, alerting sailors of the collisions. A military judge at Guantanamo Bay finds the top defense lawyer for military commissions in contempt of court and orders him confined to quarters for three weeks. In an unprecedented ruling, the judge, Colonel Vance Spath, found Brigadier General John Baker in contempt because he had allowed three civilian attorneys to quit their positions as defense counsel representing a terrorism suspect. The lawyers reportedly resigned over what they viewed as a breach of attorney-client privilege, but the Pentagon says the exact reasons are classified. A senior official at the Pentagon will decide in the coming days whether to uphold or reverse Spath's contempt ruling. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. 
Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. And follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.